Hey guys, welcome back to the New Growth Podcast, a place where we normalize the growth journey. We speak with everyday people who are seeking to create change in their lives, as well as I share things that I'm learning along my journey. Oh yeah, and we also talk about hair too. I'm your host, Yvonne Inkiruka, and I am so glad you are here. Before we get started, do me a favor, like, subscribe, leave a review after the show, and share with someone that you know may need the encouragement. All right, let's get into it. Hey guys, it is so great to be back. Last week, we kicked off our season talking about love. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who messaged me and uh, just let me letting me know how they resonated with the episode. I really appreciate it because when you launch a podcast or I, I, I imagine as an artist, you don't really know who's listening. You don't know if people like what you're putting out there. You don't know how people will respond to it. I mean, I know that people are listening because I see the analytics, but I don't know what your faces look like, which is kind of creepy. I'm like, is my 15th cousin from Albania? Or I don't know. Like, are they listening? <laughs> I have folks listening all over the world, which is crazy. I'm like, yo, this is this is cool. But I would love to know who you are. So feel free to message me on Instagram. And you can also email me at newgrowthpodcast at gmail.com. And I will definitely respond. But thank you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week. So I wanted to just continue the conversation about love. When I say love, people typically think of romance. And love is obviously bigger than romance, and that's why we're going to have a multitude of people sharing aspects of how they're growing in different types of love. And romance is obviously a part of that, because <laughs> your girl loves romance. I love a good rom-com. But no, love is the love of God, the love of self, the, the love of other people, right? Like, and, and how it looks, right? What is love? What is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Y'all, I always got a song, a, a song reference. It's a, it is a product of growing up watching BET and MTV Top 10 Countdown. Like, I'm a product of the 90s. I would come back from school, watch my soap operas, then watch 106 in Park, TRL, all right? This is this is part of me. So I always have a song reference in my head. <laughs> and sometimes they're like inappropriate and they come out at inappropriate time. Like a friend could be telling me something really sad and then they say a word and then I start singing. That's that's unnecessary. Okay, Yvonne, control it. <laughs> but yes, so this season we are talking about love. And as I mentioned last week, it is a value of mine, but it is something that I've had to uh, undo, unlearn. I've had to unlearn unhealthy like love 
habits. And now I'm in a season where I am really trying to step out there again and like love in a much more from a much more healthier space. So that's what this season's going to be about and I'm excited to bring some people to the space. But today I thought it would be so cool to share stories of love that have impacted my life. I think one of the ways we grow is by identifying the positive things that have happened to us. The good things, right? The 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 pure love you have experienced. Think about that. Think about how that made you feel. Think about how that encouraged you. And I think sometimes the tendency, I know my tendency, is to think about the love that I didn't get <laughs> and what I don't have, right? But how do you approach everything from a perspective of like, okay, the glass really is half full. And the reality is I've had a lot of love in my life. And that's part of the reason why I can position myself to love because people have loved me down, right? And I wanted to highlight a story, a person in my life that really changed the trajectory. And it's good for me to like highlight it because sometimes you can create stories and, and, and almost like create like a victim mindset, like, oh, nobody loved me, you know, oh, this, oh, that's my old person voice. And it's just like, you gotta, you gotta, if you're gonna tell the truth, tell the whole truth. You know, you've ex you experienced some things that were, you know, problematic, but then there are other things that were really positive. And so I want to highlight, I'm so excited to highlight this story. So the story starts in middle school. Yes, middle school. I only remember two people in middle school, actually three, three people. Maybe I remember four, but I don't know about you. Middle school is a time where you just, I also work with middle schoolers. Middle schoolers are wacky people. I love them. I love their energy. One minute, they're acting like infants. Another minute, they're acting like adults. And you just don't know which one you're going to get because what's happening in, the, happening in the body is like everything is dramatic. It's Everything is about tears and like, you know, because things are changing in their bodies and, and they're just trying to adjust with their bodies. And then if they have, they come from like, if they have a lot of like traumatic experiences, that really just, you know, it's really difficult, right? And so middle school for me was a very wacky period. I don't really remember that many things. I grew up in PG County, Maryland. Shout out to PG, Pretty Girls County. Hello. I grew up, I went to a middle school called Benjamin Tasker. Uh, yes, Benjamin Tasker. And it was a really stuff, a lot of things were happening in my household. A lot of changes, a lot of, you know, changes were taking place. And it wasn't, it wasn't as, it was a very hard period for my family. Very, very hard period. And 
when you're still growing and your brain is still functioning, you don't really know how to handle Like, I really couldn't handle it. Um, also, I should note that my mom wasn't in my life. And as a middle school girl, your body is changing. You like boys. You know, stuff is starting to grow. Actually, nothing really grew on my body. Like, I just, no, I didn't have, like, nothing really grew. But let's just say stuff was starting to grow. <laughs> That's the moment where stuff is starting to grow. You get your period and everything like that. And you just need guidance as a young black girl. You just need guidance. And I was fortunate and blessed to have that um, one of those people. I had several amazing women step into my life. It was like God just opened up. God knew that I needed somebody, some, I needed a woman because I love my dad, but you know, it's really hard for a man to like raise a daughter and to teach her about how to, to, you know, show up in the world. So middle school takes place and guess what? My math teacher, she taught algebra. Her name was Miss Woody. And oh my gosh, am I getting emotional? Is this, am I getting emotional? I, I think I am. But yes, her name was Miss Woody. And you know, she was one of those like really cool teachers, really cool teachers. Like she was young. So she was in like, I think her early 20s, she might've been 24 and I was like 14. So, so I think she's in her early 40s now. I just thought she was so cool and she was so fly. Miss Woody was so fly. She had beautiful colored locks, like golden locks. She wore glasses. She was fit. She was intelligent. She was full of grace. She was confident. And she was like quirky. She was like really, really quirky. And she had an amazing style. An amazing, amazing style. And of course, y'all know I love style. So, you know, even back then, I was like, who is that? I want to be just like her. And so I was in Miss Woody's algebra class, and she was a great teacher. I always sat in the front. Go ahead and label me a teacher's pet. I was a teacher's pet. Especially, you know, as a young girl, you, you're looking for a motherly influence. And so... I sat in the front row because I just wanted to be close to Miss Woody. I just loved, like, I just liked her. I loved her. And because things were going on at home, I remember, like, she would allow me to stay um, after school with her, and I would, like, fix her classroom and everything like that. But the thing I want to say about Miss Woody is that she was, she was not only a teacher, but she was, she operated, like, a mother figure to me and and it was and it was our relationship she was so nurturing i remember there were days where i would come to school just really really sad and bent up about things and i didn't know how to handle it cuz again i'm a middle schooler and it was just like it was just hard i didn't know how to handle it and and so I just remember she was just so kind to me. She was so kind to me. 
And when I even remember one day, she pulled me out of her classroom because I was like crying. I've first of all, I've always been a crybaby. I've always been a crybaby. Like I'm not one of those people that's just like hold back. No, I cry. <laughs> so tears just like betray me. Even when I don't want to cry, I cry. Like this past weekend, I, two weeks ago, I was at my best friend's wedding, and I was like, Yvonne, you're not gonna cry. You you're not gonna cry because. I didn't want anything to distract from her. Like, I didn't want, I didn't want to have like my scared. Do you know the moment she hit, she took her first step, tears, like puddles. And I was like, this is embarrassing. Tears, why do you have to betray me like this? Anyways, so I would come to middle school crying and everything like that. She pulled me out and she just was like, are you okay? And I'm just be like, you know, and, and also like you want to be babied. So she babied me. She she made me feel special. That's the best way to say it. And she paid special attention to me in in ways that she didn't for other people. And that's not to say that she didn't show up as <clears throat> that's not to say she didn't show up as like caring and loving to other people. But she paid very special attention to me and she made sure I was good. And it was just what I needed in that moment, right? It like, it gave me encouragement. It gave me energy. I loved coming to her class and I loved Miss Woody and I still love her to this day. I still have her number and I haven't spoken to her in a couple of years, but she is forever a part of my story and the story gets better. So I go on, I graduate from middle school and I, I get I get to high school Shout out to Fairmont Heights. Shout out to Bowie High School. Um, and I, I, I make it. I make it out of middle school because middle school was just like a dark hole. Like, what is middle school for real? It's just like you're in between elementary. You're in between high school. Whew, I made it to the ninth grade. And I remember coming into the ninth grade much more confident. And I would go back and visit Miss Woody and help her out. And we maintained a relationship. And a few months after I graduated, she invited we and she invited me to the church that she was going to. She invited me to the church that she was going to, and I went with her. And I think I I probably yeah I was about fifteen I was fifteen sixteen, and she invited me to this church, and it was like the beginning of my relationship of me pursuing like a relationship with God and me understand beginning to understand how much God loves me. You didn't you didn't know the story was going to go there, right? It just but but that's what happened. Like I she invited me and we maybe went two other times together. After that, I got my car and I would just go to church every single Sunday by myself at 16 cuz I was real pressed. I got my license at 15 and nine months, the first time I failed it and then I got it. But like I would drive to church every Sunday by myself and just go. And I have to thank Miss Woody for that. That really started a, it started something big for me. It started like this journey, my love journey, right? And she didn't have to do that. She went above 
and beyond. And I remember I loved Miss Woody so much that I, I went, we took a trip to New York and I got this shirt, or maybe it was like I got this shirt at, at the thrift store, but I remember getting, I had this beautiful, it wasn't a beautiful top, I had this beautiful top and it said, I love New York. That was foreshadowing. Can you, in, in high school, I had a shirt that said, I love New York. I didn't even know I was going to move to New York. That's another story. <laughs> so I had this shirt and it, and it, uh, it was cute. It was, it wasn't a t-shirt. It was like a fitted, I love New York shirt. And I would wear it to her class every day. And she was like, I love that shirt. She really loved that shirt. And we had such a close relationship that she was like, I want that shirt. And it's really cool when somebody older, like, tells you that they like something you have. So I would wear it, and she would always say, like, I want that shirt. And she was joking. But for her birthday, her birthday falls on February 16th, I decided, even though I really love that shirt, I decided to give her my I Love New York shirt. And the crazy thing is we both ended up living in New York at some point. How crazy is that? How how crazy is that? So that's the story of Miss Woody. And I am so thankful for her. I'm so thankful. She was, she was so pivotal in my development as a young woman. And God used her. You know, the 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 unconditional love I can I can look at that relationship and say I experienced unconditional love. She just loved me. It wasn't based upon my behavior, it wasn't based on my grades. She just had a deep affection for me and she made me feel special. And she went out of her way to make sure that I was okay, even though she didn't have to. She could have just stayed in her role as a teacher. But she stepped out and was able to see me. And I think love at its core, it's a window into seeing another person. And not only seeing them, uh, tailoring to them, catering to them in a way, in ways that are specific to who they are in key moments. Right. I, I, I think that love, there's a timing element of love, too, because the time that she stepped into my life was so necessary. It was so necessary. And and, uh, you know, it's not like for, for the next we did that for like seven years. It was it was only for a period of a year. She was only my teacher for a year, but that year that she showed me like this intentional love changed, was part of what changed the trajectory of my life. I believe that if she was not in my life, I would not be the woman I am today. So love, I I think, is not necessarily about the amount of time, but it's about the quality of time. And I'm forever grateful to her. I'm so thankful. If you're listening, Miss Woody, I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for showing me love in a time where I really needed it. 
Okay, y'all, I'm gonna stop right there because your girl's getting emotional. <laughs> And, and 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 I think also that's why I love like young girls. Like I love young girls and I have a desire to one day have a daughter, but even if I never have a daughter, like there's so many girls that I I have encountered and that I have tried to kind of just like I have a I have a love for women and it's because of uh, Miss Woody, partially, right? Like the, the role that she played in my life and stepping in when my mother wasn't able to. Um, so yeah, love is contagious. And so because she's planted the seed, now I get to plant the seed in other young girls and in other people. So I'm, I'm really grateful. That is my story of love. And I hope it encourages you. I hope it encourages you because it certainly did encourage me just in sharing the story. Um, so thank you for, for listening. I hope that you continue to tune in this season as we together explore what love is, how it looks, and how we can grow in it. As always, I hope you are producing new growth in your life Love you guys.